0: Welcome to the Fitness and Nutrition Simplified Podcast, where we take all the confusing, conflicting information and break it down so that you can live your healthiest, strongest, most energized life. I'm your host, Brian Fitzsimmons. Let's get it started. All right, what is up, everybody? Back at it with another podcast episode after a brief break, Uh, brief by... I think it was two weeks. <laughs> I apologize. Just a lot of stuff going on with that launch that I mentioned. And yeah, so back at it. And we're going to start off with a good, good episode here. If I can get all my things straight, making sure it's all out in front of me. I feel like I'm stale. I feel like it's like that first day back at school and you're just like, oh crap, where's my books? Where's my pen? And yeah, it's that kind of situation, but we'll make it work. And hopefully, now that I'm remembering last time we did this, hopefully the audio will not cut out because my computer will be able to store something as small as an audio file. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, but today, what you can expect, we got three topics. We're going to be talking about first, the three W's and how they really help anybody figure out exactly what they want and how to get it whatever the goal is. Second is how to get toned for summer. It's almost summertime. So let's talk toning. We'll go over everything. And then last but not least, past the summer, how do you stay lean? How do you like be one of these people that keeps it off all year round and gets to enjoy life? Because it is possible. Don't let anybody tell you different. But before we get there, a little bit of an intro. Okay, the, I've had a lot of time or an, Not when I first started, what I that one week I pretty much had no time at all. But after that, once everybody started getting rolling, the new uh four clients that hopped on with Coach Fitz online training for the Fit 40, once they all got up to speed and now they're kicking ass and taking names, then it was time to relax a little bit and watch some good stuff, some shows, some movies, and the all spare you the laundry list of shows that I watched. Cause it's like, when you get a week where you give yourself a designated mental break, me personally, I take full advantage. I go all in. Um, yeah. So I got into a little bit of the space part of Netflix. They were pushing the, um, documentary, which was about how SpaceX basically became like the contract or basically the only service for the, for NASA that like now will get astronauts to and from the International Space Station, which was pretty cool and how they somehow managed to create a rocket that can land itself, which because you don't have to rebuild everything, cut the cost down to like a 10th which blew my mind. That's insane. And the fact that when it landed, it was like a perfect landing. I'm like, that never happens. Uh, and yeah, now the inspiration for is like, basically their SpaceX is doing what, uh, Virgin mobile did or not Virgin mobile Virgin air with, uh, Richard Branson. And then Bezos brought a bunch of people up in his ship, but, this one has a little bit more meaning behind it rather than who can pay the most for the ticket. So they picked a handful of people that all were like good, like quality people. And it's interesting seeing the training and everything they're taking them through. I honestly wonder if like Bezos and Branson actually made people train for God, forbid, worst case scenario, or if they're like, eh, we'll just wing it, we'll see what happens, I don't know too much about theirs, but this one's pretty cool, so I think it's called Inspiration 4 on Netflix, that one I'm still about to finish, I guess, Uh, and then Winning Time, the one with the LA Lakers, when they were, when they just drafted Magic Johnson, when they were getting going, and basically became a dynasty, Uh, that is Coming to a close, I think there's one or two more episodes as I'm recording this, uh, and that's just awesome. I love every minute of it. And for those of you that are interested, yes, I am still watching Real Housewives of New Jersey, which the season finale was last night. Wild. I think that, um, that quote from Louie is going to stand for a while. Let, come on, babe. Let, let's go back. Let's go back to our 15,000-square-foot house. <laughs> I look at my girlfriend, and I'm like, hey, babe. Let's go back to our 1,300 square foot apartment. (laughs) So that's definitely not dying anytime soon. Uh, And the last but not least is I found a new gym. Well, I'm still technically testing it out. I haven't officially signed up yet, but I'm probably going to end up doing it. Because it's just when you go to a gym for so long, sometimes it gets stale. Sometimes you need a little bit of a change up. And this particular one has pretty much every piece of my favorite every piece of equipment that are my favorites. And it reminds me a lot of where I used to train at in Plainfield, New Jersey, which is Chiseled Health and Fitness. And that place is absolutely incredible. It's literally, it's like a warehouse and it's just got a bunch of equipment and it's a great environment. And I wish I could train there still, but down in South Jersey, I can't make that hour, hour and 15 trip all the time. So I found Tom's River Fitness and Aquatic Center. So bonus, you get a pool. Pretty pretty psyched about that. Uh, and it should be all good. Um, it And for those of you wondering what kind of equipment, like isn't it all the same? They have a lot of plate loaded equipment, a lot of hammer strength stuff, a lot of just old eighties, nineties equipment, because that was the golden age for exercise and strength equipment. Cause that stuff just did not break. And because they made it to last. Now you get like, what are the like life lifestyle or uh, long last? I, I don't even know the Cybex. Cybex has some good ones, but most of them I've seen crap out. Just anything that you see at a crunch fitness or like one of these big ones la fitness they're notorious for always breaking now when they're working they're great but they just don't have a long shelf life and because of that you kind of got to ke- get you got to catch it on the right day you like if you have a crappy cable which was pretty much the nail in the coffin for me at the crunch i was at it like kept catching and it. it's because of poor maintenance on their part and it's like you got a bunch of kids working the register. Obviously, they're not going to give a crap enough to WD-40 the thing, but that being said, I'm not sticking around until I get hurt. So the hammer strength stuff is so good, so good. And just the the type of equipment, like the, the racks and stuff, look like something out of uh Westside Barbell, which is awesome. So it's a little bit of a more old-school feel, which I personally love. Uh So yeah, if you're in... Tom's River area, highly recommended. And I think that's it for the intro. Let's jump right in. First thing is the three W's. These are three questions you can ask yourself, and it's really going to lay out the foundation for what you're going to need to do to reach your goals. And this one comes from Precision Nutrition, I believe. Um, Adrian, one of the online trainer academy level two coaches that was a mentor to me and many others brought it up in a uh in a call that we had and I was like oh crap I totally forgot about that and I think it was precision nutrition but basically what it is is you ask yourself three questions what do you want what are you willing to do to make it happen no wait no um it's what do you want what is it going to take to get it and are you willing to do that? And then when you answer those three questions, you pretty much know what it takes. You know what you gotta do, and then you can lay the groundwork from there. And these are, like, they're simple questions, but a lot of people just don't take the time to really think about it, to really, like, tell themselves, this is what it's going to take or to take that step to find out what it's going to take rather than just jumping right in willy nilly and being like, I failed. Oh, I don't know why. And it's like, well, if you took a sec to game plan, you could have saved yourself a lot of time and effort (laughs) or finding a professional and hiring somebody to help you along the way, because if you do want to jump in willy nilly, at least have a good guide. That's like saying, Oh, I want to climb this mountain and just running up and seeing what happens rather than like hiring a tour guide to be like, Oh, just, we're going to make a left here, right here. It's way easier this way. You're going to get it done in an hour. Otherwise you're going to be climbing this thing all day. So when you do ask yourself those questions, just it, it, gives you the biggest thing, which is clarity, 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 clarity. That's the start and that's the foundation of any good goal is finding clarity and figuring out what you need to succeed. So I thought that was going to go a little bit longer, but Hey, I mean, the good stuff is usually short, sweet to the point. And that brings us to the second topic, which is how to get toned for summer. Now let's say you have asked yourself those three W's like, you know what it's going to take, you know what you want and you're willing to put in the work. What we actually I'll backtrack. This is the, what will it take part? So you basically know what you want and now we're going to talk about what it's going to take and then you can decide, are you willing to do it? And that'll put you in a power position, give you the control that you need. So getting toned for summer, what, exactly are the things that are going to be your core things that you're going to need to do to get you the results that you want and i'll tell you right now it's not as complicated as you think don't let any influencer like doctor trying to sell their book or anything like that get you all confused and riled up and like left in this helpless place because there's two things right now that I'll give you that if you follow it to a T, for the majority of people that follow this advice, you will get great results. Now, I say that because there are people with medical conditions. There are some people that just don't respond well to different types of training. But let's ditch the snowflake mentality for a second and not think that we're the victim here and not think that we're the one in 10 person that this won't work for you right now are going to go with what works for most people. First thing is working out two to four times a week, two to four times a week is plenty when it comes to getting in some sort of resistance training. And if you want to do something that's good for your heart, help you recover a little bit, you can add in walking or jogging or running or anything like that. But let's just put it out there as bare minimum bare minimum is two times a week. Just get to the gym, do something for each part of your body, do a squat, do a hinge, do a push, do a pull and something with your abs. Okay, five things, you could do it for like three sets each. You don't need to go crazy with it. You don't need to get yourself so worked up that you feel like you're going to die. Okay? You could do one at a time. For beginners, I highly recommend this option. Pick one exercise Do it, say we're doing uh, presses, like push-ups are a little much on the first day. So find a machine or find a couple of dumbbells and a bench and do a press. And do that for like 8 to 10 reps. Find a weight that you can do for maybe like 2 or 3 before you stop. So say we're doing 10 repetitions, pick a weight you could probably do for 12 or 13, and then you stop at 10 when you do that it'll provide the right level of intensity enough to see results and get incredible incredible definition in the muscles because you're a newbie you will get great results on very little okay for people that are not aware when it comes to novice lifters, when it comes to people that are really fresh, when it, when it comes to their training age, like a training age is how long you've been working out people on that lower end, like the zero to like two to three year group can get incredible strength gains, incredible muscle definition development from like 50 to 60% of their one rep max. And what that means is like, or say you're doing that 10 rep, like we're going for a max, if you did like half the weight that you would be able to do that 10 rep max for, you'd still see progress. So even if you're not pushing it hundred percent, even if you are kind of taking it easy on yourself, as long as you're feeling some sort of burn, you're going to get benefits. You don't have to do this perfect program. You don't have to do this all in program. Okay. The quicker you ditch the all in all out mentality, the better off you'll be. And then second is nutrition. Okay, so we we have the workout, we got two times a week at least, hit the muscle groups once each, okay, three sets, maybe four, whatever you're feeling, and yeah, get that, once you've got that done, now it's time for the nutritional aspect. When it comes to the nutrition, there's two things that we want to focus on, and the big thing is portion control, okay, that is quali- or quantity, <laughs> not quality quantity and then the second is quality now again we're not trying to be perfect here especially if you're new to the gym especially if this is like your first time doing it correctly okay you want to follow something that's going to help you portion out and the best way that i've found with clients so far is the one plate rule let's say you got breakfast lunch dinner each of those meals is the size of a standard size plate not a buffet plate and not one of those side dish plates. Okay? It is the regular size like I guess two hands for me about if you can see it on camera. Uh yeah, you guys all know what a standard size plate looks like. Three of those and that works in two ways. One, it does limit you on how much you can eat so you won't overeat and two it makes sure that you eat enough earlier in the day. For those people that are not a fan of breakfast or skip lunch or any of that, this will force you to eat the right amount of food, which will energize you throughout the entire day. It'll keep that sustained energy during work while you're doing all your other stuff. And it's going to make you a lot less hungry at night because usually when we're hungry at night, it's a buildup of the hunger from earlier in the day. So that's first things first. Second is the quality. Okay. If you're going to like a la carte this thing, which I don't recommend doing, if you're like, Oh, I'll just do one. Or if you're going to pick one or the other stick with the one plate rule, because uh, the amount of food that you eat is going to dictate which way the scale goes. Quality is going to make it a lot easier and have you feeling a lot better. But if you still eat too much quality food, the scale's not going to budge. You're not going to lose any weight. Okay, so when it comes to quality, try and get a palm size portion of protein for the ladies, two for the guys, and if you want to make it even better, get some veggies on the plate, so one plate rule and protein and veggies, okay, so you got like 2A, 2B. That's all you need to do, just do that, and for 99.9% of people, that will get the job done, so yeah, (laughs) And I know everybody wants to overcomplicate this. They want to read up on fasting mimicking diets and like the best way to be, to boost your metabolism. Well, this is the best way to boost your metabolism. Get active, stay active and do what you got to do on the nutritional end. That's all there is to it. And anybody that tries to convince you otherwise is probably trying to sell you something. <laughs> now on to topic number three, which is how to stay lean. So how to stay lean. There are two things that come into this, which the big ones, which are one staying active when it comes to people that are leaner and stay lean and stay in shape. One resounding like consistency is the fact that they still exercise. They make sure that they keep it as a part of their routine. Now I personally think that yes, exercise does burn calories, but there's a cap. Like you can't, just work yourself to death and then have that take care of your crappy eating. It doesn't work that way. What exercise does do is that it de-stresses you. It puts you in a good routine and it has you feeling like a healthy person. And when you feel like a healthy person and you have now labeled yourself as an active and fit person, your behaviors follow. When you label yourself as something good or bad, you will fall in line with the behaviors that are that make you that person, plain and simple. And then the key to becoming that person is finding a way to enjoy it. So we already covered exercise. We nailed that one. Just staying active in some way helps a ton. Now let's talk about how to enjoy it because this is what really gets you those long-term results, is finding a way to truly get to that point where you look forward to exercise or it becomes a part of your day. Whenever I talk about this, I always think about the 6 a.m. crew back at the gym that I used to work at. Yes, they had goals to get stronger. Yes, they wanted to get uh, leaner and more toned, but the real thing that they all had in common was the fact that they're like, I need this. I really mentally need this because they all worked high stress jobs and not getting a workout in made them more irritable throughout the day. It made them like less, it it made it harder to deal with the people that they have to deal with on a daily basis that like drove them nuts. And for a lot of people, like it's weird because they got it. But a lot of people, as soon as they get stressed, as soon as they get overwhelmed, they're like, I'm just gonna get rid of my fitness. I'll come back to it at another time. Like, I'm not gonna work out, I gotta figure this out first. When it's like getting even a 30 minute workout in or a 20 minute workout in is gonna make your day substantially better. And it's gonna make that stuff easier. They've actually done studies where they measured how fast someone's heart rate comes down from a stressful event based on if they are physically active or not physically active and guess what the physically active group handled stress way better than the non physically active group I'm gonna do my best to look that one up and find it so I'll put it in the show notes so you guys can take a look at it but I mean it's not really a surprise for those of us that know what it feels like to consistently stay active when you are working out when you're exerting yourself like that is your adversity for the day and you're conquering that adversity and if you're pushing it hard enough and really getting yourself to a place where you exerted yourself enough, like that, everything else kind of seems a lot easier, a lot more simple. I know personally, it took me a little while to make the connection because I mean, when you're young, you're just like, Oh, I work out so I could look better for girls. But as I'm getting older, I'm like, I get a lot more irritable when I'm not working out. <laughs> like I got a little anxiety going on. And it rears its ugly head when I'm not physically active. Like when I fell trapped to what I was just talking about, when I was doing that program launch, I really had a hard time making it to the gym. And guess what happened? I got very anxious. I got very, like scratchy. Like I'm like, I don't know why I feel this way. And then lo and behold, that week off, I took the time to get to the gym a little bit more. And I'm like, oh my God. God, I feel so much better. It's a, it's an emotional release that a lot of people need. And when you attach it to that and you see how it benefits your life, it, that's the stuff that makes it stick. And that's the stuff that allows you to keep doing it over and over and over again. And let's say you don't have a super stressful life. Like maybe you do lead a life that really isn't that crazy. Like, there's another way you could look at it is results-based. Now, a lot of people just do not enjoy exercise at all. I personally don't identify with those people because I I love exercise because it's been my life, but I work with people that really don't enjoy exercise. And I get it, like everybody comes from a different place. Like we all have different experiences around it. Like while I have amazing experiences, lifting heavy weights, like yuck, yucking it up with my f- football buddies, like high-fiving each other and like really like getting to a place where I like have a positive association with it. There are people that have a very negative association with exercise, whether that be like parents telling them to do it because they look a little bit chubby, like that, who the heck, like that is a terrible, terrible way to frame it for anybody as a kid. So if, you, if somebody's doing that, don't do that to your kid. No, no fat shaming. It never ends well. Um, I only say this from hearing it from other people. So, um, another thing that some people have experiences with is sports teams, like a coach that was way too hard on the, on the kids. There was no positive reinforcement. It was all negative reinforcement, like the Bear Bryants of the world that probably never played a, like a single game of, actual professional sports in their lives and they're taking it out on the kids. Okay. That can cause a negative association with that or gym class. Tons of people, tons of people have had negative experiences with their gym class because like the presidential fitness test or whatever, like they couldn't do a pull up or a chin up or they couldn't touch their toes or they couldn't do like 10 laps of the pacer test. This stuff happens and it sucks that it's actually like a thing that kids have to worry about because when you find exercise enjoyable, it literally changes your life. It adds years onto some people's lives. It does so what people in that case have to do is rediscover their enjoyment rediscover the reason for going and for some of some people it could be a results-based thing where it's like you're always chasing that next goal so let's say goal number one is to lose weight okay how much weight 20 pounds okay we go back to those three w's what's that gonna take gotta do this gotta do that gotta do that great now we're in this place where you are stuck and you're like i know what i gotta do but I just can't get myself to do it. Well, for a lot of people that requires a swift kick in the ass from yourself or from a trainer or from a friend. And for a lot of people, I'm sorry, but it's going to be you. You got to get yourself going there because when you get there, it becomes easier. It becomes easier to show up it becomes easier to get the work in and then once you forced yourself for that first week or two and you made a promise to yourself and you kept that promise you're going to start feeling real good you're going to be like okay i'm a person of my word i keep my promises to myself i have noticed that yeah those first couple of workouts really sucked they hurt but now I feel way better oh I'm walking the stairs a lot easier this is awesome I can run around with my kid a little bit more without losing my breath this is like I'm all about this and then it snowballs but that first week two three weeks you might need to give yourself a lot of kicks in the ass and you're gonna have that inner screaming child saying I don't wanna well sorry, (laughs) you're still going anyway. And when you make yourself do that and you like force yourself to get there. Yeah. It's not the greatest in the beginning. You don't feel like you're doing that much, but when you see the results and you feel the results, that's what gets it going. That's what sets all the habits up. That's what gets you into that place. So results based is a good one too. stress relief, getting good results. Those are really, really big drivers. And, oh, I almost lost my train of thought there. Once you hit that goal, a lot of people do stop. And that's where people fall off, they regain weight, and it really needs to be that next conversation of what's the next goal. That could be getting your first chin up, getting your first push-up, being able to do a plank for a minute, um, being able to run a 5K, doing a rowing competition, something like that, and keeping activity at the forefront and finding stuff that keeps it fun, keeps it enjoyable. Cause I'll be the first to admit it, it can get stale. It can get very, very stale. If you're doing the same thing over and over and over again. And that's part of the reason I switched gyms and I actually started a new lifting program. Like this stuff helps. Like you're not going to just do the same program forever and expect it to stick. You need a little variety, a little bit of a change up every once in a while. And that's, part of the whole process finding what is next what you'll want to do like don't feel like you have to be forced into it because a lot of times people do feel forced into like the powerlifting scene or crossfit or something like that where they're like well my friends are doing it so i want to do it but then they're like this kind of sucks but i'm going to do it anyway (laughs) like that that stuff doesn't usually last either so find stuff that interests you and even if that's not lifting stuff like going, swimming, doing some hiking, being active in general is always, always going to be a good thing. And that's where I'm going to leave it. Hopefully I didn't, uh, go too crazy on that last one. I felt it dragging a little bit, but we're here. We got it done. First one back. Like I mentioned with the workouts, it's never, um, it, that first one is never feels good. It always feels like you're like, eh, I don't wanna, or like, eh, I'm procrastinating. But I'm, I'll lead by example here. I got it done. Was this podcast my best? Absolutely not. <laughs> I was a little all over the place, as you guys can tell. But it's, a, it's about the imperfect action at the end of the day, because a ton of consistent imperfect action is always gonna beat doing it perfectly one time and then quitting. And that's a good spot to leave it at. (laughs) So I will make sure to see you guys next time. I'm going to keep these going weekly and we're going to build that consistency. Keep it going. So if you guys are in that place where you're kind of stuck and you just can't really get going, this is your kick in the ass. By the time next Monday, when this next podcast releases, I want to see two workouts make a promise to me make a promise to yourself that you're going to get those two workouts at least in just the just the workouts and if you want to do the nutrition go ahead and do it but make a promise to yourself just twice okay and if you're riding high on motivation don't waste it do it today <laughs> okay I'll see you next time and go enjoy the workout. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed it, be sure to leave a five-star review and make sure to go hit that subscribe button so that way you don't miss another episode of the Fitness and Nutrition Simplified Podcast.